Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. Patricia Trainer here with you. It is Wednesday, October 14th, and we're going to be flipping the switch a little bit today. We're going to change things up. Usually, we do our crossover show with the host of the upcoming team. In this case, it would be the Washington football team. We usually do that crossover show on Thursday. We're doing it today. So we're going to jump right in in just a moment. But first, help support your local businesses, whether you're your corner stores, coffee spots, or favorite shops. Local businesses have always been on your team supporting you and your community. But right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at a local business and look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community. Because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be, official partner of the NFL. All right, we're going to jump right into the crossover show, and I'm going to, pleased to welcome in Chris Russell, who is the host of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. Chris, welcome to the show. It's a new era. Ron Rivera is in charge. And Chris, I think we've got to start with the quarterback news. We've got to start with the news about Dwayne Haskins bench for Kyle Allen. Um, let, so let's start there. I mean, are you surprised that, that Ron Rivera has given up basically on, on Dwayne Haskins this quickly? Um, I, I was surprised that it did not last more than four games, Patricia. I was not surprised at the end result. Uh, I never thought that Dwayne was Ron's guy. Uh, I pretty much thought that from the wor- word go and from when he first got here, knowing some of the politics involved in that selection, let's put it that way, uh, and some of the um, behind-the-scenes thought process. So I never thought that was going to be a long-term marriage. Unless Dwayne came in and did everything right and did a great job and really improved, and he did a lot of things right over the offseason. He worked hard. Uh, It was a lot of Instagram videos, but that was the only way we could keep track of him and the the only way they could keep track of him because, you know, as we all know, he wasn't allowed in the building. And when, you know, I always knew the true test would be when he got into the building on an everyday basis, would they like what they see? Uh, And that's not only on the practice field, not only in the meeting room, but that's just in general body language in the locker room, in meetings, all of that stuff. And there was, you know, there was some positive and, and there was plenty of positives. Uh, and and everybody was kind of like, okay, well, maybe Dwayne's finally changed, you know, from an immature kid that didn't work hard, and that was the knock against him last year. Um, and maybe things have changed, and they did change for a little while. But then, as the mistakes piled up, as the games went from one to two to three to four, you know, Ron looked around and said, he's not correcting the mistakes that we're teaching him. He's not working hard enough. And his agent threw out a a completely unnecessary bomb that he may have had something to do with. And Ron was like, you know what? It's more than just four games. It's 11 weeks that he's been my starting quarterback, essentially. And I've had a chance to evaluate him for more than four games, plus whatever he knew and thought of him last year. And, you know, you combine all that. And that's where we get Dwayne Haskins as the number three. 
All right. So Haskins, number three, but I believe Kyle Allen, who was promoted to number one, suffered an injury. And, you know, let's start there. What is his status um, that you know of as we record this? And just, you know, as a a precursor, we're recording this on a Tuesday night. So obviously the injury reports haven't come out. But what have you heard so far? Yeah, so he's expected to start. The only way he's not going to start is if he's unable to practice fully um, this week. And, you know, maybe, 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 maybe where he can be like limited on Wednesday and full on Thursday and Friday, then he'll start, provided that he has no setbacks. It's a, a, it's an injury to his shoulder. Jalen Ramsey, who Giants fans know uh, from starting that nonsense with Golden Tate last week, um, hit him hard, really hard on the shoulder as he was going out of bounds and as he was going down. Uh, it was, you know, not, I mean, it, w- it was not a good hit, you know, um, but it knocked him out. But then he was, cl- and it was at the two minute warning of the first half. But then Patricia, he was cleared to return for the second half. And at one point he's throwing the football without his helmet on in front of me at the start of the second half. So I'm like, oh, is he going back? And then Alex Smith puts on his helmet and starts throwing. And then Ron Rivera explained it after the game. And again, on Monday, hey, I didn't want Kyle Allen to take another shot. Okay, I understand that. Um, Nobody wants anybody to take a shot. So he put the quarterback that's coming back from 17 surgeries out there to take all the shots while the quarterback that took one shot (laughs) and who was cleared, uh, he didn't want to put him in against Aaron Donald and the Rams. So it was kind of a weird situation, but Ron made it very, very clear that as long as, as long as Kyle Allen is is healthy enough to practice uh, and therefore healthy enough to play that he will be the starter. Yeah, and what a tremendous comeback story for Alex Smith. I mean, I don't know anybody who's not rooting for him. I mean, great story. And I know he took a shot as well in that game and bounced back up. But, oh, my goodness, I I can just imagine the emotion seeing him come back after all he's gone through. Yeah, um, you know, I I wasn't at the game that he got injured uh, because I was in the studio and yeah, I, I I remember that day well, and um, you know, I, I I would say this, um, you know, to see and to know everything that he's been through, like you said, to see him trot out there on on Sunday, you know, I'm gonna I'm kind of an emotional teddy bear type of guy, you know, like when teams lift the Stanley Cup, you know, I love hockey. When teams lift the Stanley Cup, I get a tear in my eye, right? That's just me. So I, I'll be honest, I had a tear in my eye in the press box the other day, knowing what that guy has been through and knowing what his family, his wife has been through and knowing how close he was to dying, quite honestly, to see him trot out there. It didn't matter to me how he played or, or what he played. I don't think they did a good job helping him in any way, shape or form. Patricia, I was stunned by the game plan uh, that they executed. And uh, of course they didn't have a game plan for him because he was the backup. He didn't take any of the number one reps, but anyway, I just, it was just an incredible, incredible scene and moment. And I'm so happy for him. Uh, and again, his family that they actually got to see that. And, and, and who knows, you know, I, I mean, Alex is, it, I think Alex is going to start at some point this year. It's just a matter of when. You are listening to Locked On Giants with Patricia Trainin, special guest Chris Russell. He is the host of the Washington Football Team podcast. We are going to take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about 
Washington's offense, um, not the quarterback position, but just the other positions in general. So do stay with us. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. So be sure to pick up a nice cool Pepsi to enjoy while you watch Giants football. And don't forget, check out madeforfootballwatching.com for the latest football watching content exclusively from Pepsi. Hey, Giant fans, this is Patricia Trena, host of the Locked on Giants podcast. And I want to tell you about my debut book. It's called The Big 50, The Men and Moments That Made the New York Giants. And I've sought to create a living history of the top men and moments that have made one of the NFL's charter franchises what it is today. Relive the franchise's four Super Bowls, Find out what convinced former general manager Ernie Accorsi that quarterback Eli Manning was indeed the one. Learn about the events that brought the Tisch family into the Giants' ownership floor, and so much more. This 368-page paperback book includes loads of photos and stories of some of the greatest Giants in history as told in their own words. The Big 50, the men and moments that made the New York Giants, is now available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever else books are sold. So pick up your copy today. And if you like it, please give it a five-star review. And thank you so much for your support. Welcome back, Giant fans, to segment two of Locked On Giants. It is the crossover show with Locked On Washington football team. And I'm joined by Chris Russell. He is the host of that podcast, does a fantastic job. He is also the site manager of Washington Football Maven. Make sure you check out his work. He does an amazing job. And Chris, let's flip the switch over, talk a little bit more about Washington's offense as a whole. Tell us about Antonio Gibson. So Antonio Gibson, third-round rookie out of Memphis, is going to be the best running back that Giants fans are going to see on the Washington roster. Um, Definitely since Alfred Morris's heyday in prime, 2012-2011, I would argue that he's way better than Alfred Morris, and I would say best since Clinton Portis. Um, now he's still raw. He's still young. He's still learning because he only had like 35 carries at Memphis. He was used more as a receiver and as a wide receiver, as opposed to a running back receiver. Um, so he's still developing his running tracks and as he says, learning how to go North instead of always trying to kind of go East West or bounce out. But here's the one thing that stands out to me about Antonio Gibson. If you try and arm tackle him, he's going to break it. He's going to run you over. He's going to break past and through. So you better not just arm tackle him in the upper body because he's, 228 pounds and he's really fast. So that's going to be a challenge for the giants. Um, Again, I would say this, he's still raw. He's still got a ways to go, but every game you, with the exception of last Sunday, you didn't see it a whole lot last Sunday. Again, I disagree with the game plan, 
but every game for the most part, you see just that light going on a little bit more. And again, he breaks tackles and he bounces away from traffic. And that's something, again, Giants defenders are going to have to be keenly aware of on Sunday that you you don't have him bottled up when you think you have him bottled up. He'll be able to bounce out and squirm out and then explode once he gets a little bit of daylight. Now, over on the receiving end, they have Terry McLaurin, obviously. I think he is the the receiving leader, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Who's behind him? I mean, do they, they finally have a, a full complement of receivers or no. are they still trying to figure it out? <laughs> yeah, still trying to figure it out because, you know, the guy that stepped up last year as a rookie, as an undrafted rookie, really from the slot, Steven Sims, uh, he's been banged up the last game and a half, and now he's on IR, so he's going to be out for this week. They lost Kelvin Harmon, another receiver that they drafted last year as a rookie, and really developed nicely in the second half of the year uh, and played well in that giant win at FedEx Field last December. Uh, and they brought in, of course, Cody Latimer, who Giants fans may remember, and he got himself arrested on five criminal charges, three felonies, and then got cut. So... Uh, they're a mess at wide receiver outside of Terry McLaurin. Uh, Dontrell Inman had a couple of touchdowns against Cleveland a couple of weeks ago, but he's he's just a guy. He's just a journeyman. Um, they don't have a great tight end option. Logan Thomas has a bunch of catches, but he, he doesn't separate well. Um, they don't have great tight ends. They don't have great receivers outside of Terry McLaurin. Uh, they are very short throw the ball to a lot of wide receiver screens, hitches, slip screens, um, you know, maybe some quick slants. They want to get the ball out of the quarterback's hands at least the last couple of games because the offensive line doesn't hold up and because they don't trust the quarterback in a lot of cases. So I think the Giants would be best served at least until they get creased of playing tight to the line of scrimmage and kind of getting in the faces of the wide receivers, maybe outside of McLaurin a little bit, Patricia, so that they can take away that little space and make Washington beat them off the line of scrimmage. And then finally on offense, I have to ask you about that offensive line. I know Trent Williams traded. Um, I think you've had some injuries on that line. What's the status of that unit? Yeah, it's not good. Um, Brandon Sheriff is eligible to come back this week at right guard. We don't know if he's going to be there or not. It just depends on how he makes it through the practice week. My guess would be that he might need another week, but I don't know that for sure. Uh, Morgan Moses is solid at right tackle. Wes Schweitzer, a guy they signed from Atlanta, has been pretty good replacing Sheriff. Um, but Wes Martin, the left guard, has been awful. Chase Roulier, the center, has been up and down. Jaron Christian, the left tackle, who replaced Trent Williams, has been a little bit up and down. Uh, they have not gotten any contribution from their fourth-round rookie pick, Sadiq Charles, out of LSU. Um, and, and really, you know, um, it, it, the left guard situation has been the worst part of the mix. Um, now, it doesn't help when you go against Aaron Donald, but it was bad before that, and it was re made really bad, um, you know, last Sunday. So that's an area certainly that unless Sheriff comes back and they switch the current right guard, Schweitzer, over to left guard, left guard on the Washington offensive line is an area that the Giants are absolutely going to be able uh, to exploit. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a work in progress is the nicest way I could say it. I guess the most realistic way I could say it is it's a mess. 
You are listening to Locked On Giants. It is the crossover show with Locked On Washington football host Chris Russell. We're going to take our final break. When we come back, we're going to talk Washington defense. Folks, do stay with us. Have you tried the all-new and improved Built Bar? If not, you're missing out on one of the industry's healthiest and tastiest snack treats that's loaded with protein and low on sugar. With 18 different flavors, including nut and non-nut variety, you'll enjoy healthy snacks covered in 100% chocolate that's soft and easy to chew and, most importantly, great for the health conscious. Built Bars are great for folks on the keto diet and include protein and fiber nutrients you need without the exorbitant calories. And use the code LOCKEDON at checkout to save $10 off your next purchase. Visit BuiltBar.com to check out their amazing offering of flavors and put your customized box together. And don't forget, use the code LOCKEDON at checkout to save $10 off your order. That's BuiltBar.com. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we brush it off and blame ourselves, saying things like, oh, I lost my mojo, or we're trying to avoid it altogether with excuses like I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship to you with free two-day shipping. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL and complete an online visit. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off of your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. Welcome back, Giant fans, to segment three of the crossover show. It is Patricia Traina, host of Locked On Giants. That's me. And I'm joined by Chris Russell. He is the host of Locked On Washington football team. And Chris, we've got to flip the switch here and talk a little bit about the defense of Washington. What can you tell us about the state of, of the, the Washington defense? I think they've had some injuries as well. Yeah, they've been a major disappointment. There's no other way to say it. Uh, Chase Young just came back last week, the number two overall pick, Patricia, after he missed a game and a half. Matt Ioannidis, who's been their best pocket pusher and best pass rusher over the last two years, he's out for the year. He's been gone since early in week three, so that certainly hurt. Uh, But they, quite honestly, they're healthy everywhere else. They're just not very good. Their back seven in pass coverage has been absolutely awful, and this is going to make Giants fans... Um, I hate to say it, Pat, Dave Gettleman on the back. Um, I, now I look, I'm not a bit as big of a critic of Dave Gettleman as others are. Uh, but I thought Dave Gettleman quite honestly was right when he played a little hardball with, with Landon Collins. I, I, I remember talking to you about it at that point. I remember thinking the, the Washington team is spending way, 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 way too much money on a guy who struggled in coverage at Alabama, who struggled in coverage at times with the Giants. And they spent the boatload of money, and he was okay last year. He was fine. Uh, not great, not good, not an impact player. Patricia, he's been really bad this year. There's no other way to say it. Got beat for a long touchdown um, last Sunday, and Ron Rivera basically, you know, 
transparently said it was his fault. I mean, he busted the coverage and he's missed a bunch of tackles. I think more tackles already missed this year than he had all of last year. It has been a really rough start for former giant Landon Collins. And that's been the biggest problem is the back seven, the back eight of this defense outside of Kendall Fuller, who returns to Washington after two years in Kansas City. And he, of course, was part of the Alex Smith trade. Outside of Kendall Fuller, who's got three picks in the last two games and has really kind of solidified his role. You know, Ronald Darby, former Philadelphia corner, Troy Apke, who may or may not even start this week at free safety. He's been bad. I mentioned Landon. Their linebackers in coverage, Kevin Pierre-Lewis and John Bostic, have really struggled in coverage. So uh, they've got to figure this out because there's been wide open zones wide open holes for tight ends and for receivers with any kind of speed to exploit. Final question for you, Chris. If you're the Giants, what on on the Washington football team concerns you the most? Um, So I would say, you know, to me, I would say if, if McLaurin can obviously win off the line of scrimmage and if they can hit him in stride on a on a go route up the sideline or on a deep post, certainly that is an area that I think Washington can have some success with. Will they be able to? I, I don't know. But I, I would also I would say on paper that the number one area that I would be concerned with the most is they'll flip Montez Sweat, another former first round pick last year and Chase Young on the left and right defensive end side and going against rookie Andrew Thomas and going against Cameron Fleming and whoever else they have out there uh, would be an area where I would be like, okay, you've got to make sure you get that area tightened up uh, or it's going to be a long Sunday for the New York Giants and Daniel Jones on offense. Yeah, you know, you mentioned Chase Young, and that's certainly a matchup that I'm looking forward to seeing with uh, Andrew Thomas. I know Chase Young had a, had a little bit of a, I think it was a hamstring or something like that, but um, no yeah, way a, I think he groin, missed right. Oh, groin, okay. Yeah, yeah no missed, way. He missed, missed a game and a half, but he came back last week. And he, he wasn't dominant by any means last week. Made a you know couple of plays, but he's really, really good against the run and really good chasing down screens. His pass rushing, ironically enough, has been the thing that you know I haven't noticed as much, even though he's got a couple of sacks on the year. He's really good all around. All right, Giant fans, that'll do it. Great stuff from Chris Russell. Really appreciate you tuning in and listen. And don't forget, if you want to hear what I had to say about the Giants, check out Lock on Washington football team podcast hosted by Chris Russell. He does a great job. And uh, don't forget, folks. Keep it here at Locked On Giants. On Friday, we will do the listener mailbag. As always, send those questions to Locked On Giants Podcast at gmail.com. On Thursday, we will do the best memories of the Giants and Washington football team matchups. So make sure you keep it here on the Locked On Giants Podcast. Have a fantastic day.